Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Tech Raptor Podcast. I'm Robert Scarpanito, your features editor. Andrew Rotten, editor-in-chief. Andrew Stretch, not the lost editor. Oh. Uh, Christian Buckley, social lead. Hi, hello. Welcome to the show. Hi. Hello. I'm happy to be here. <laughs> yes. Uh, you might recognize Christian <laughs> from some of our other, you know, auxiliary kind of like show type things that we do. Like I think we did the Game Awards one, you know, back during the Game mm-hmm. Awards. But welcome to the show. You have replaced Rutledge. How does it feel? We're having one of our first uh, first time listener. Uh, oh, sorry, long time listener, first time caller. It's just that Chris uh-huh. is uh, legally required to listen. <laughs> yes, I, I, I'm over on the TikTok. I'm the one clipping out these jokers every week. He's making, the, making he's funny the one that's got to uh, appeal to the you kids out there, the Zoomers. You yeah. your, with your dabbing and your Fortnite. Is, it, mm-hmm. is that what you still think? What, what yeah. else do you think Zoomers do? I, they, I got, they got their wheelie shoes. <laughs> They're all uh, smoking pot somewhere. This is somewhere. This is the yeah. one that makes sure that Otten doesn't do any of his favorite Fortnite dances <laughs> on the right. TikToks. Right. Uh, well, yeah, they're every, all on the TikTok. That's the thing. Every one of our recordings, you don't know this, but there is a solid hour of Otten like flossing and dabbing. <laughs> that's what cuts do. out every week. All yeah. of them. Yeah. Yeah. I, ha- I have a backup do. on my hard drive where I just, you know, if it's a, if it's slowed out, I'll just throw it up on the background. Just it's in the folder labeled blackmail. <laughs> I mean, we all know there's worse things that I could be blackmailed with. That's so. true. It's true. Now, you did once discover Fortnite, which I'm I really did. happy that you've done that. I did. I, I brought yeah. it to the masses. You did, mm. yeah. No, no one would play Fortnite. Now without you no. so well, thank you for that of course thank you for your service all that effort they were putting into it too just no it wasn't going anywhere but now yeah it's paying off for them yeah thank god you single-handedly saved epic uh <laughs> this week we're gonna chat a lot about the nintendo direct that happened last week stretch are you, stretch, are you okay <laughs> <laughs> just chaotic absolutely fucking chaos uh, yeah, there is a big Nintendo Direct last week, um, so that's going to be a majority of what we're going to talk about. And in the spirit of that, I kind of want to ask you all a question here off at the top. So we saw, uh, what's that game? Samba de Amiga, Party Central. Game's coming out where you shake the Joy-Cons like maracas to the beat. To It's a rhythm game, right? And that made me start thinking, what other rhythm games would you guys want to see where you use the Joy-Cons and mimic another instrument? Like what instrument mimicry would you like to see from the Joy-Cons in the future? I mean, we've got we've to get a port of Trombone Hero, right? Oh, that would be perfect. Yeah. I think this is okay. an interesting question for you to ask us when we just established like a podcast or two ago that we all know nothing about fucking music except you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but but you know how to pl- you know how instruments are played. You've seen a person play an instrument in I, your I've life. I've seen a mouth on a thing and the fingers are moving. Right. Hmm. You guys remember the you guys remember the E3 demo of Wii Music? <laughs> I do yeah. actually. You yes. got all the developers on the stage yeah. with the Wii motes and like the yes. up there, like pretending to play the bassoon out of a Wii mote or something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Imagine that with Joy Cons, because it has yeah, an sure. IR sensor, so it can like sense how, where your tongue movements may be. You know, actually, I'm... this may be one of the games that has the best. Uh, the best HD rumble implementation. It's true. Sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah fuck Ice Cube in the glass. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Mm -hmm. um, I'm trying to think of instruments where you like punch things, like maybe like a gong or a. I don't. A, I'm going somewhere with it. I'm going somewhere with it because the action of punching something. Because we we all just play Hi-Fi Rush, right? We all we all love that game, right? I know me and Stretch do at least. I love um, that game. Absolutely love it. Incredible game, uh, but it uses rhythm and music in an unconventional way, where it's like, okay, you're playing a combat game. I saw somebody be like, "What if they made it like a rhythm punch out?" So like, I'm trying to figure out a way to like work drums into that or something. Is, that is would this be cool. just is this Arms Two? Are we there making arms too? Uh, sure. Yeah, that's it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I feel like percussion's a really like open spot for like any drums, any xylophone. Yeah, I could see a ratchet working. And after this. after seeing people play Punch Out blindfolded, just like listening to the music and understanding the pattern of the uh, of the enemies, I would argue that the original Punch Out is a rhythm game. <laughs> sure. <laughs> It, would you say it's the first rhythm game, perhaps? Probably. Mm. I don't think that I bet much... somebody could argue Pong. Somebody could. I guess. Not me, but somebody could. <laughs> somebody out there could. Not us. Not any of us. If you want to. Yeah. By all means. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm excited to see a bunch of people look silly and play maracas with their Joy-Cons. I feel like that's going to be a lot of fun. But before we I dive... Mean... Mm. it's just gonna be a lot of people looking like they're jerking off because they're doing it wrong <laughs> right so let's talk is? about the the uk I no <laughs> i'm just saying uh let's talk about the uk and their competition and markets authority saying that the uh microsoft potential acquisition of activision blizzard could quote unquote hurt the gamers could be bad right. uh it could be bad for competition and that Microsoft would find it commercially beneficial to restrict availability of major video games like Call of Duty <laughs> and Call of Duty and also Call of Duty on other cloud systems and consoles. It's such a weird fucking discussion to be having. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's definitely Microsoft. I know that you've got a whole suite of business analysts, all of the data at your fingertips. But maybe this isn't a good deal. <laughs> no, shut up. <laughs> it's so crazy that no one is looking at like King at like Candy Crush and all of that as well. If mm -hmm. people actually cared about, you know, the the money side of it, mm -hmm. then they would be looking at King. But all anyone is talking about is Call of Duty. Well, I think it's because yeah. Call of Duty is emblematic of the console space, right? Like, it's not, no one's going to argue that when Xbox owns Candy Crush, they're like, it's only on Android now. <laughs> Fuck iPhone. You no, know? only on Windows Phone. <laughs> Let's bring <laughs> it true. back. Windows Phone is back. Pre-installed <laughs> with Candy Crush. But yeah, like, no, no one's really looking at that because I think uh, console exclusivity, phone system exclusivity just isn't really a thing. Yeah. people have talked about not that microsoft couldn't try but i don't see yeah. that succeeding yeah. and i think it's a good point because i think a lot of people do just not consider the mobile space as part of the gaming world where it's like it actually is like the biggest money maker mm -hmm. <laughs> just about it's like got the biggest piece of the pie so and king is the biggest player by far i think you say yeah. it's the king of, of the space it is outside of you know the people that are providing the app stores themselves they're not making games usually mm -hmm. but 
I don't know. Yeah, that that would be a more compelling argument to be had. I think uh, Sony's not interested in it because they don't do anything in that space hardly. They do some, but it's not in any you know huge way. Yeah, yeah. But as of now, I think a majority of the focus is on Call of Duty. It's all uh, Call of Duty all the time. Which is yeah. yeah. I, I imagine also just because like you have Sony being the other pillar of the console space, like really pushing a lot of these legislations to like look at it from their perspective as well. Like they don't care about King, like you said. So like it's it's a less sexy thing to talk about in the news. Like Call of Duty is the biggest moneymaker in games. It's like, okay, well, so is Candy Crush, but like nobody cares about that. So mm-hmm. I think that is the, the harder thing to push for and fight for in all these, you know, airing out court documents it's like well it's cod cause the reason yeah. that this is a big hold up um, so yeah right and i mean sony is probably the biggest you know the biggest group out there that's against you know the yeah. acquisition and i think the reason call of duty is just a big you know tent pole let's focus our fire on that is because they don't like sony doesn't have a candy crush competitor or anything you know or anything that would really compete in the space king is in not that i can think of at least i I see Stretch is thinking too. Like I was trying to think of it too, right? Just yeah, like what's a that, big Sony? Uh, they had that Uncharted Temple Run clone, right? <laughs> that lasted for a bit. Yeah, there is that, I guess. But I, mean, I think it's easier for them to say, "Oh, like Call of Duty is a game that Sony can understand because Sony has competitors to Call of Duty, like Destiny." Destiny. Sony does, yeah. yeah. Sony has so, Destiny. Here's yeah. here's something to. I found an article from um, August 2022, so just a few months ago, that when Sony purchased Savage Games Studios and uh, reaffirmed their plans to create more mobile experiences for iOS and Android. Mm -hmm. Uh, Savage Games Studios has made... I believe they were new. I think they just like formed or something. Yeah. They're joining a new Sony PlayStation Studios mobile division. Mm. Yeah, so who knows? Maybe maybe in the next couple of years we'll see Sony competing in that space, but I don't know if it's going to dethrone what King has, you know? I mean, like regardless the, if it's acquired. The, the benefit PlayStation does have, as they've been pushing everywhere, and PlayStation uh, Advantage. Yeah. The PlayStation advantage, if you will, uh, is that IP recognition, right? And before we recorded, we were talking about how Last of Us is like growing in viewership every week. So when they come out with that Cordyceps Match 3 game, Mm -hmm. King's just got candy, you know? (laughs) Right. Whereas Sony has some fungi. Exactly. Quicker crush. (laughs) But yeah, it's, it's very silly that this is still... I can't believe it's still going on. I can't believe this is like new stuff. And, so, and it's funny when they talk about like Call of Duty sales, which it does sell a lot. Every, it's, it's for being a yearly franchise. It sells a lot, like tw- like 15, 20 million or something like that a year. And then it's it's always funny because they know Nintendo's never brought up in any of these and yeah. all of their first party stuff very casually sells more than that every yes. time. <laughs> yes. Every yeah. time. They all just blow it out of the fucking water. It's not even close. <laughs> I know, yeah. It was like... <laughs> was, there was that, that story of like, oh yeah, God of War sold 11 million in just a That's little bit of time, you know? It's like, Pokemon sold 20 in 
like three weeks. Yeah. <laughs> so, it's like, okay. Yeah. yeah comparing anything to Pokemon is just unfucking fair, though. Yeah, right. Absolutely. <laughs> I, I feel like the, the difference people are seeing is that, like, you buy Pokemon once. Well, I mean, maybe twice if you're a loser, but you, you buy it once and that's it. And like, there's no battle pass. There's no recurring, like, yeah. you know, you got to buy that skin, got to buy that microtransaction, got to buy that loot box, right? Whereas Call of Duty is, sure, you can pay 60 bucks up front or I guess 70 now up front to play the campaign if you want and the multiplayer. Yeah. But then the battle royale is free and then you just battle pass that shit. And yeah. I think to these bigger companies that's the bigger like they see that as a bigger money maker yeah you know? well i think yeah. part of it is that they know call duty is going to sell probably around this amount every year and uh if you remember call of duty was really a microsoft thing before it would be at all their e3 shows and all their showcases but yeah. then suddenly the more popular console was the playstation console and mm -hmm. where did it start showing up at all the Sony stuff? Right. So it's whoever's got the most out there. And they, uh, they know that there's some people that are just Call of Duty or casual, whatever. They're just playing a couple of games, and one of them might be Call of Duty. And if they have the console that has it, that's what people are going to get. Yeah. Like, it, it hasn't been as big of a deal because it's been on multiple platforms, but I think that's largely what they're thinking is like, oh, shit, we have a bunch of people that they may have a PlayStation, but they play like call of duty and maybe two other things and none of them are well, sony exclusives yeah right. we've also got to think that you know microsoft has also signed an agreement with nintendo to put it yeah. to put call of duty on the switch for the next 10 years which you know i still believe that they're just going to do a cloud version and then just run it through um yeah. x cloud mm -hmm. um and you know they they you buy the sixty dollar chip that gives you access the keys to the golden kingdom and it lets you stream X Cloud games to your to your Nintendo Switch, which is hilarious. It's hilarious that Nintendo just be like getting side benefits. Like we didn't even ask for this. This is just yeah. Yeah. <laughs> thanks, yeah. buddy. Like, like cool. Like the company that easily makes probably per employer like how much money they invest versus how much money they make, like comparatively probably makes the most. Maybe not. Uh, you know the quantity wise like the biggest number but in terms of how much money they spend they probably get the most bang for their buck for and sure. they're the ones that getting the benefit of the deal <laughs> yeah i saw a really great meme template earlier today like talking about how one of the uk things was like well you could just like sell off or like partition call of duty and activision all these <laughs> like things best and, yourself from that yeah yeah and it was like the uh that still from like the office where it's like young michael scott when he has like the long hair he's like shaking hands awkwardly with his boss and it was like that was nintendo benefiting to call of duty and the other one was just microsoft like shaking his hands what it feels yeah. like like nintendo yeah. just standing by and just raking it in it, yeah. saying nothing as far as I know, they haven't really said anything. I don't think they've said anything. Yeah. No. Yeah. yeah. I wouldn't. No. And I think, like, the other thing I think about, too, with this acquisition is that, you know, I mean, like you said, Stratray, that Xbox wants to bring it to, my, to Nintendo. But also, there's just kind of this weird inherent assumption that the second it becomes official that Microsoft owns Activision Blizzard, they're just going to cut off all Call of Duty access to those Sony ponies. And it's like... I don't think they would. I mean, sure, there is like they've done it with the Bethesda games. Like now, Starfield is an exclusive, and that's like kind of a big deal. But Starfield is not Minecraft. Call yeah. of Duty is closer to Minecraft. You know what I mean? Like, there's yeah. no way they're gonna cut off. Like, well, I think Phil said as much. Of yeah, he said Spencer K that they're not doing it at least for a while. Like he's like, right. there's no plans to do that at all. 
but even beyond that just like financially speaking xbox would be losing money if they were like yeah playstation they're not getting it anymore yeah well another thing too like within that bethesda deal is like one of the at least from what i have read like one of the stronger money makers from bethesda is elder scrolls online and that's still getting support on playstation like yeah where like i understand the fear like you said of the ponies being afraid but you know like yeah you can only trust in a face value and who's to say what happens when new leadership comes in but right like yeah minecraft is still everywhere eso is still everywhere getting expansions so is fallout 76 you know the quality who's to say but it's they're still supporting him on playstation so yeah well i think part of it is that now we're relatively far into a generation where I could see come next gen, whatever, whenever that will be, mm-hmm. they start talking. It's like, all right, we're gonna, you have to buy into our ecosystem now for sure. You're already installed into this other one, so we'll make money off you that way. But now, you can only get whatever it might be on the new whatever Xbox fucking name they come up with. The Xbox Z launching with Modern Warfare Two Three. I mean, even that's kind of weird because of the the um, the heading that like xcloud has that you know like uh, we were talking about at hi-fi rush that's not on xbox one but i played it on my xbox one and i just streamed it to my console <laughs> um, oh that's how you play how was that it was fine the latency i, I played good? some of it on pc and i played some of it on xbox one just because while it was installing on my pc i could just start streaming it directly to my xbox one and then the cloud save just carried over. Mm, okay. um, but, you know, it's for for those next gen games, you know, it's it's like it's not a complete lockout that it'll be like, sure. oh, this new Call of Duty is going to be on the the Xbox Series 2 X. Um, but it's like, well, you can still just stream it, um, stream it to your current gen console. <laughs> mm-hmm which is weird yeah i i mean this is the second major like governmental body right that has expressed not support for the acquisition right where they're a little bit skeptical and curious this, that it will this lead is the to third the third because there was there's the, the ftc and the eu and now the uk i thought the eu did not express concern i thought they had I mean, I wrong. think Sony has is expressing concern to everyone who will listen. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. that that was another thing I was thinking about too. Like, just PlayStation has a European division, so like they are probably pushing hard there as well. You know, like it is Xbox, Microsoft, the American company. Like Japan probably really doesn't care that much. Like when you talk about like the Nintendo side of it, and then Europe, it's like, well, PlayStation has a European branch, so. Right. <laughs> I mean, yeah, from, some people to support. From like I guess. a year and a half ago, when when all of that news came out of Brazil, because mm-hmm. none of the court stuff gets withheld in Brazil, um, so we we got to see like all of the statements from all of the companies, all of the major players, EA, um, Ubisoft, like everyone was there, and Sony was the only one who said anything negative. <laughs> mm-hmm. I like, mean, they're very directly in competition, right? It's I funny mean, I that, like yeah. If, if oh, any yeah, of them, sure. Yeah. I think yeah. if EA was selling their own console, they might be in direct competition. They might say something. 
right sony's yeah. the only one that also sells a console <laughs> yeah i bet, I bet you yeah. if we lived in a world where there was a sega genesis series s out there sega would totally be i don't know about this up in, <laughs> up in <arms. laughs> but yeah i mean for now i think we just have to keep sitting here and waiting to figure out if the acquisition is going to go through because it seems to be going through so many governmental body I, checks i think like, it will be going through everything really just got so. a posture that's all it's it a deadline isn't there like this summer i think yes maybe i don't know i think that's just been like the estimated time when stuff okay. will be done right or maybe that's when the ftc inquiry has got to be done or something i don't gotcha. know in the u.s i'm not positive but i don't expect it to not happen it's yeah. just a lot of noise has got to be made and sony's got to try their best because i mean it probably Maybe not now, but maybe further down the line, it probably will cost them a decent amount of money to lose. Yeah, the the kind of relationship they had before. Right. There's there's an entire Wikipedia article on the proposed Activision, uh, proposed yeah. acquisition of Activision. I'm Blizzard sure by there is probably huge. It's it's pretty it's pretty big. Yeah. I mean, that's what what is it? Sixty nine billion dollars will get you. Yeah. A Wikipedia page. That's what we need <laughs> yeah. to tell Rut. <laughs> yeah, sixty-nine billion bucks. That's what we need to do. Yeah, I don't know. I'm curious if by this time next year, if Otten, you'll be right that we can say Call of Duty is an Xbox franchise. We'll I think see. so. Yeah, you really think so? Yeah. I just want more Spyro games, guys. Come on. Yeah, I'm in it for Crash. What's <laughs> yeah, Crash changing that? teams. Yeah going green it is exciting that there's a higher chance of microsoft like going after these kind of things that activision has just been like you're you're okay to be dead now we don't need mm -hmm. you anymore yeah i mean they i don't know what the logistics are here but i remember phil was like we've reached out like our potential with the back and pat stuff but like if they're getting all these activision contracts can you get like yeah. little tony hawks on there can you get like it's always going to be a soundtrack issue. But they got Microsoft money. You know? That's true. true. It's true. Just throw I another mean, $12 could, billion dollars is the problem. Yeah. They could also just be like, yeah, we're going we're gonna to rip out the original soundtrack and we're just going to put in the Halo theme song. Like, <laughs> <laughs> let's roll. <laughs> you, get, you get Banjo Kazooie covers in the Halo soundtrack. <laughs> Enjoy skateboarding. <laughs> now that sounds like my kind of video game. Well, I think let's talk about the uh, the red elephant in the room. Let's talk about Nintendo, because while Xbox and Sony are fighting over this Call of Duty thing, Nintendo just dropped a direct last week uh, that was about 40 minutes long. Uh, it was pretty big, and this is hot off the heels of them also saying like they've sold 122 million units of the Switch, which I think makes it the third best-selling console device thing, yep. only beaten by, like, what, the DS? And, and the the PS2. 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 Yeah. Wow. It beat the Wii. It did beat the yeah. Wii. Not just yeah. beat it. It's like quite a ways ahead well of the past. It, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah, so that means everyone's going to have Nintendo Switch Sports. That'll be the so, new. Is it going to be like the Wii or if people just going to have like three Switches sitting around the house? Have you ever noticed that? Like, I know, I know multiple people that are not gaming people that have like three, three Wiis just around. Mm. I mean, I would. Yeah. Like, I would believe even more like a justification to own multiple switches especially like if you're a family household with like three kids three switches cool. right Easy. yeah yeah and then one or two for the parents right like yeah. 
the, uh, the ability to dock a switch makes it such a great like family console to just like yeah I'm like you know my brother wants to play the switch on the tv okay unplug mine keep going and it's just <laughs> it's it's so nice such a good such a good mechanic of it. Man, it's so fucking hard to get another dock nintendo you assholes yeah it's like what 80 90 bucks for a dock no it's like impossible to get one that's not it's easier to get a second switch than it is to justify purchasing a second dock for 80 bucks yeah all right so buy a second switch throw out the joy con in the screen and just use the dock genuinely though i was was looking at that this morning i was like how much did the switch tablets go for because like if i could just get a like an eventual zelda oled and then keep my dock i'm gonna be smooth sailing for another four years of this console because that's how long nintendo will keep supporting it probably right at this point yeah you remember when uh rumors of the switch pro switch 4k was like the hottest thing and now everyone's just like well that's just not gonna happen to be fair, it feels like that started in 2018, like the year after, and then it was every year after. It's like, no, this is the year, though. This is a, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, don't uh, worry. It's 2023. That's this is the year where we're yeah. going to see 4K. Switch is six years old almost. Yeah, I mean, with, with this, with the Steam Deck out now, whatever Nintendo comes out with as a you know as an updated $300 price point Switch sequel is going to be underpowered um, mm. and people are just going to complain. Well, it's going to be underpowered, but it's also going to come out with Mario Odyssey 2 and no one's yeah. going to complain about that. And we'll find me complaining. I, I would see a Steam Deck in person. I know it doesn't have an OLED though. It does no not. Screen on that. No, the screen is just okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's talk about the big one. Tears of the Kingdom. You got another big trailer, uh, but the big news is it $70 now, not $60. $70 plus tax. That's right. Mm-hmm. I'm still going to still gonna buy that. I, I, I mean, yeah, it's yeah. like... <laughs> I can't be mad. I think all of us are here like, yep, like sunk 200 hours into the first game. 70 bucks, that's not bad. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I know it's, it's them following the trend, right? Because I think a lot of other mm-hmm. companies have been bumping their prices up to 70, which, you know, is a mixture of inflation. And also it's a new generation, right? Yeah. We're three years into the new generation, but it's a good time as I need to raise prices. I, I saw yeah. an interesting thing that someone on Reddit posted, and I didn't do any background research into it. Classic so I'm just going to repeat what I said here. Sweet. Um, <laughs> And hopefully it, it will uh, be a true accurate. game journalist. Yes. <laughs> well, word on the street is that the original Breath of the Wild was a $60 release in Canada when Switch games are normally like 50 bucks. Mm. Um, so I think that this seemed to be for, for the Canadians, they would be less surprised because um They've already seen this happen once before with a singular game. Mm. Um, in a in a comment that Nintendo gave today, they said that no seventy bucks will not be the status quo going forward, but based on their based on their case by case evaluation, they have determined that this is a game that they would sell for seventy bucks. Yeah, yeah. Oh, like Pikmin pre-orders went up, and that's sixty. So right. And like, I, 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 I feel like Nintendo this gen has explored the scale more than like the others have, at least in recent memory. Cause I know like 
that uh, the Wario Switch game, WarioWare was 50. I think Switchports mm-hmm. was 40. You know, there's a bunch of weird Kirby games that are 20 bucks, 15 Metroid bucks. Prime is 40, the, the remaster. Sure, yeah. So yeah. I get it, you know, but. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I it's get... obviously like, well, we can get away. People are going to pay for Zelda. Yeah, that too. That's it. It's like people are going to pay this for Zelda. People will pay this for Mario. Like yeah, I think I'm those are the two... they shot so low to be honest. <laughs> yeah, those are the two <laughs> for sure. You know, I'm worried bucks. about Pokemon. I, the hey, I'd, I'd buy Tears of the Kingdom for a hundred dollars. Nintendo fucking do it. We're just Don't gonna, listen we're gonna, to this we're man. Delete that part. Yeah. <laughs> this yeah, man has that. no concept of money. Yeah, uh, but I honestly wouldn't be surprised if Pokemon Gen Ten is seventy. Well, one hundred forty dollars for the real fans. <laughs> I yes. think that they they would keep it pretty much the same because it's it's such a wide scope of people that buy that game. Mm. It's also I, they also just brought back the Nintendo vouchers, two yeah, Switch games for a hundred dollars, yeah. and it's and the the new seventy dollar price point game is um, is voucher compatible. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it's like in it's it's so weird that they're like, hey, this game that would normally be sixty bucks, it's 70 bucks but you could buy it and another game for effectively 50 bucks <laughs> 50 bucks each yeah. yeah but that's like a loyalty program thing too you know i think you can make that argument for like you keep coming to nintendo to buy these games yeah yeah, yeah. like you might catch people who would only pay 70 or people who would spend another 30 bucks because oh i can get another game yeah yeah and i mean that's also completely avoiding people who are just going to get the collector's edition and always were going to, which is, I think, 130. Yeah. Like, I'm considering getting it. I managed to get bucks. the Amazon pre order in for 60, like an hour before they took it down, but mm. I still might get that collector's edition instead. So, like, that collector's edition is lame. Let's talk about that for a second. It yeah, is. What's, what's in the collector's oh, edition? On There's a pin set and a little art book and a, like steel, a steel poster and yeah. who gives a shit does it come People... with the amiibo i forget nope no, no. ah that's separate. That's extra 16 dollars, please people yeah. have yeah. already been doing the the deep dives into the trailer and stuff and noticing that like all of the different robots and stuff that link is interacting with or using or even like the leaked art for what seems to be a flamethrower weapon all have like a certain symbol on it and that symbol is part of the pin set and what that will mean and, uh, so. that means you have to buy the pin anyway. set to unlock the full potential of the by putting it up to the amiibo scanner that would yeah what if what if the pins are all amiibos that'd be kind of cool yeah that no, wouldn't, wouldn't be bad it wouldn't be cool at all <laughs> i mean it. It, a hundred bucks trailer... and then 50 amiibos that you need to uh, get to complete the game nintendo do it yeah in the trailer i know they were focusing a lot on like the vehicle element and what seems like you're building things like nuts and bolts banjo kazooie style but what if these pins are amiibo and that's how you get the vehicle pieces you got to scan them Uh, in uh, otherwise you have to walk around like a like a pedestrian it's like fortnite with extra steps right the pins are v bucks z bucks if you will (laughs) Well, I mean, yes. they're building. He's building stuff like in Fortnite in the world. Right. <laughs> the only game where there's building. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, I have been seeing uh, the nuts and bolts comparisons. I've also seen yeah. a a meme of uh, them calling it Top Gear of the Kingdom, uh, which is great. Uh, but 
I am very curious about that that weird ass like it's just a flat thing with four wheels. You know what I mean? It's such a weird vehicle. Like I think there's also I saw this like uh, there's like a, a shot from The Simpsons from years ago where Homer built a, a bed car where he just like sticks four wheels to the side of a mattress and it's like th that's what this is. Yeah, <laughs> it's just oh, such a weird. Really thing. have done everything, haven't they? They really have. Yeah. Well, I mean, a lot of like especially the hovercraft that we saw, um, people were doing that shit in the original game that you yeah. can stack two the of the mine carts and then uh magnesis the bottom mine cart and it would allow you to just float and fly up mm -hmm. um i've seen some great videos of people being like you know they'll show the cutscene of ravali saying hmm you can't get up to that divine beast on your own let me help you and it's like all right, here's 10 ways that I'm going to get up to that divine yeah. beast on my own. Let's go. <laughs> What's up, gamers? Smash the subscribe button. Here's the 10 yeah. ways. Yeah. Yep. It's definitely yeah. where Breath of the Wild shine the most is giving people all these tools to do crazy shit. And hopefully mm -hmm. that's all that is. Like they showed two simple machines and hopefully people can just get fucking wild. Yeah. Like, do whatever they want. Right. I want people gonna be to like, build a mech. Yes. <laughs> Final Yo, fight, Kalama Gander versus Mech. Yeah. <laughs> Link doesn't here's even how do I shit. Build a battle bot, yeah. and the battle bot will kill Ganon in one hit. Link's mm -hmm. gonna sit back here cooking. That's right. Let's go. Right. Well, the cooking is very integral to fueling the battle bot. It's, it's the key part of the strategy, you know. But yeah, I, I, I don't think I can say enough how much I think a lot of people are looking forward to this game, Breath of the Wild. Just you know, it, it was like the Elden Ring of its time, if we can call it that. <laughs> That's the dumbest fucking thing I've ever heard. I ha I hate that you said that so much. Uh, so it's like when everybody was all like, "This is the Dark Souls of whatever." Like, fuck off. No, I it's mean I remember Breath thing. of the Wild was the Dark Souls of Zelda, and then Elden Ring was the Breath it. of the Wild of Dark Souls. And yes, now, exactly. Like, it's, it's all like full circle. We're, it is because remember Breath. It's it's Breath of the Wild moment. How that became a phrase for a while. Yeah. I like, mean, a lot of games have ripped that off. Oh, I know, but it's just, yeah, just, I don't know. I, that was so dumb. Don't do that again. <laughs> I did not like that. Uh, I want to get that on a t shirt now. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Um, I, here's a question for the team Do we want uh, weapon durability to be a thing still? Yes. Mm. Ooh. Immediate, I, yes. I would say no. Mm. Why yes and why no? Um, I th I am very picky with weapons in games. Like if you give me a sword, that's all I'm using the entire game. <laughs> right. So yeah. like Skyrim never touched a battle axe, you know, but with Breath of the Wild, I did think it added a little bit of urgency and it did feel a bit more of like, yeah, I'm in this like hostile environment. And I don't know why the, the complaint happens a lot. Like sure, it's, it's maybe annoying that you're like, oh, if I am out of weapons, I have to go find one, but like I was constantly stacked on weapons and like my entire playthrough of yeah. that game. And the fact that you get like the final hit when it breaks can like insta kill someone, that's sick. So like yeah. I I think that's cool. Also the fact that like the master sword means more because it has that it does have a recharge, which is stupid. But if it was invulnerable, and I know it is if you like get the DLC and upgraded, but like that. I think adds a lot more to the weight of the master sword being this in story legendary weapon. Mm. So. Did you did you see the the concept art that they released today of the master sword? Oh no! Is yes. There, <laughs> is there a reason uh -oh. to be 
upset. I, I can't tell what emotion I'm supposed to feel based on you. It's got that. The, like the hilt of it and then just a part of the blade and then it's just corrupted and broken away. Oh, so nice. it's, it's probably going to get totaled in the opening cutscene of the game. And then a lot of the game is going to be a mad quest to bring it Put back it together. That's true. But Link also has a messed up arm. If the messed up sword also has powers. Dark mm, boy, powers, you know, that's true. Mm -hmm. Like, what if it shot beams out when you're at full health? We've never seen that before. In Zelda. That would be really cool. Yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I'm always 50 50 with the durability thing. Yeah, like, I, I get it. it it's annoying, sure. but also, I've never thrown away more swords and spears and everything in like fun <laughs> ways in any game yeah. besides this, you know, just like treating my swords as a projectile instead of a sword yeah. it, it is kind of fun that it, it, yeah. it makes you rethink the way you use your weapons you know mm -hmm. yeah it made it really um really uh nice to get each of those three most powerful elemental swords and like hang them up nicely in your house in mm -hmm. uh in the village mm -hmm. a good feeling yeah yeah i feel that but tears of the kingdom it'll be the big thing still coming may 12th it's gonna be 70 bucks yeah. hopefully uh the there's actual like dungeons this time because that was the one biggest thing about mm -hmm. breath wells all the divine beast dungeons fucking sucked yeah <laughs> they were lame as hell mm -hmm. i did not enjoy a single one of them and I, I think one thing i'm kind of looking forward to more in this too and i it's kind of hard to gauge because the trailers are like so tight right but mm -hmm. it feels like there's gonna be more kind of overt storytelling in this or like just more things are going to feel like they happen yeah. in the you know throughout the game whereas i feel like most of breath of the wild was you're doing four things to make the one thing easier and you're going to see a bunch of cutscenes that happen before your time well before you the players time yeah. in the game definitely the big uh, downside of the format yeah um, that there yeah. was just been no way to have better done that well yeah, there probably would have been but it was hard right it just kind of felt like you didn't really have much of an impact on the world you just kind of experienced mm. the world as it is mm -hmm. uh which i mean it wasn't bad because they gave you this playground right but now i'm curious to see where, where are they going to take that from here like yeah. where's tears of the kingdom going to go do you guys like are you surprised at how little was shown because i personally i'm in on the game like no matter what so like i'm good i really don't need much else like i like the vibe they have but they could, I could have seen nothing and I would buy buying it. They, sure, they, could yeah, have just, but... they could have just Metroid Prime 4 and just been like, Tears of the Kingdom, it's still coming. And that's it. Yeah. And yeah. Um, yeah. Because yeah. I mean, I, I know I've seen the conversation of like, it feels like we still don't know this game's hook, you know, outside of the theme I mean, and story. I, I think I know this game's hook. It's Breath of the Wild again. Yeah. 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 It's again, plus also you're in the sky more. Yeah, there's shit in the sky. Like I think yeah. that the the hook was pretty well done with the very first time they showed it, mm -hmm. where they have Link just falling through the air, and shit. Like mm -hmm. you're like, oh shit! Like that's that's where they're going up with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that makes me wonder if there are dungeons though, because I'm with you. I would love to I see dungeons know. in this game. I love to see something. Yeah, that was my biggest disappointment because like all the shrines are neat. Like they're neat little things here and there. Somewhere, and somewhere cool. Yeah. Uh, but it was just like there's so fucking many of them. It would be nice to have mm. something that was just a meaty like thing to go through, like a, cl a more classic Zelda experience yeah. kind of thing. Also, on top of the cool ass shit you could do in Breath of the Wild. Yeah, yeah, because it felt like the shrines were like 
trying to take the essence of the dungeons but kind Just of in bite separated size pieces yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So that way there's always like a little mini dungeon just around mm-hmm. the corner somewhere but i don't i get I don't... it i get it for sure but it was like oh man so it felt like the divine beast should have been like a much better yeah experience mm-hmm. because because they're a super cool idea this walking around or flying whatever it is this machine and then, i don't know they just felt like oh that wasn't all that much really yeah like we <laughs> yeah. i mean historically you know we've seen an entire dungeon inside a deku tree we've been seen an entire dungeon inside a giant fish um they could have they could have dropped us in and had a very traditional um zelda dungeon experience there yeah Uh, they could even like turn the dungeon on its head a bit too where it's like maybe like this cluster of sky islands is a dungeon even though it's not in a cave or anything you know it's just yeah i mean i just replayed twilight princess which is like mm. big dungeons uh there's yeah. like, i think like what seven in there uh, but they do have that like floating sky temple like that but mm-hmm. i don't like i want them in the game so badly i just feel like for how big of a component those are we probably have like seen a little more to imply maybe. that they're in there by now but maybe, maybe i wonder how hard it is to design a dungeon like that when you have such free forming like controls yeah. for breath of the wild that can really because i'm sure we've all seen the highlights of people just doing crazy shit in the shrine puzzles mm-hmm. so i'm sure they're like how the fuck are we gonna i don't know <laughs> yeah but i mean arguably i feel like that's always been a part of zelda like even going back to the older games like watch any like you know gdq run yeah. of a zelda game like and they don't play the dungeons they break them <laughs> or just yeah. don't even do that you know what i mean like yeah yeah uh, they're really cool though yes agreed but i mean who knows they could do because i think with um breath of the wild they did like that one tree house i think it was the e3 of 2016 where it was just like six hours right just six yeah. hours straight mm-hmm. of like i'm sure the there'll thing. be some i wouldn't be surprised to have yeah. another little thing just about zelda right before mm-hmm. it comes out like in april yeah yeah, yeah. agreed when you see like that only get, here's some changes showcase right uh, get you hype well, again Let's talk about the 38 other minutes of the. One I would want to highlight while we're just on the topic of like, this is a $70 game is uh, Etrian Odyssey. They, they announced a, uh, like a collection remaster of the first three Etrian Odyssey games, which are these uh, Nintendo DS dungeon crawlers where you draw the map on the touchscreen, which is really neat. Uh, and, they're going to release each one individually for $40 or you can buy a pack of three for $80. So, I didn't hear right. the individually for 40 thing before. That's I, wild. Yeah. Yeah. So, so you're telling is, me that, that I can buy three for the price of two. That's a deal. Right. I mean, and I'm telling you too, that, Hey, if you can spend $70 in breath of the wild two and get 200 hours out of it, imagine how many hours you can get out of this one. It's $10 more a lot but it's yeah yeah boy. yeah the math yeah. makes it, nintendo, nintendo pricing is a bit scattershot at the moment i wonder if they're like internally testing some stuff well this Maybe. is atlas all right yeah this is atlas yeah i mean yeah. they are like nintendo exclusives like they've never come yeah, out on yeah, another yeah. console but i don't know yeah it, it does hit different especially considering like at the time those ds games were what 35 bucks 30 35 you know like yeah like, that's true yeah they're even more yeah. expensive now that they're remastered and then you're buying them on a switch yeah and um, remastered not in the way of like there's not really seemingly from what i saw from there's not really a difference maybe graphically somewhat. yeah like 
they I think they've they included high res versions of the anime cutouts for your characters, which okay. Oh, yeah, so um yeah, and I think the textures yeah. of some of the like the enemies are higher res, but yeah, I mean, this isn't like a Final Fantasy VII remake situation or anything. Well, that's a remake, not a remaster. Yeah, it's, a re- yeah, it's not a remake. Yeah, it's just a remaster. Yeah. For the Persona 3 fans, did it look like there was more effort in this than there was for the 3 port we just got in terms of a remaster? About the same. Yeah, I've played the remaster. It is, it is the, the game you know. on DS, but now it is on Switch. Gotcha. There's probably yeah. some AI, or not AI, upscaling. There's probably just some upscaling. They've ran every texture through an upscaler and they have programmed a way for the touchscreen aspect where you like draw the map in as you're going to to be added. Mm-hmm. Which I haven't played any of the any of the Etrian Odyssey games, but drawing the map as you go through sounds like the most laborious fucking thing. Yeah. So I played them when I was younger because the first game came out 16 years ago, if you want to feel old. And I think it works really well on the DS because it's just the, the way you're holding that thing, right? And you've always got <laughs> mm-hmm. the, the stylus is right there, right? So I think it works really well in that system. And the future ones, they added the auto map thing anyway. So like if you want oh, to get okay. rid of that tedium, right? Yeah. Um, but I think it gave you this sort of agency where so the shape of the dungeon is what it is. But then if you find a chest, you know, you can drag the chest icon over. Or if you find something that you want to like mark yourself, you can, you know, you can come up with your own kind of code, which that felt kind of cool to like, you know, do your own legend on the maps. But if if you ran into a treasure chest, why wouldn't you just open the treasure chest, take what's inside and then you, oh, just locked. Yeah, like like if it's a locked treasure chest, then, you know, like you find a key later or something, you you know where to go to go back to it. Okay, I'd be curious to know what what they think. Well, I guess this doesn't I didn't see they coming out with physical version of these. Is it all digital? uh i probably all digital probably all digital i'm just i was curious i just searched it real quick when the last etching odyssey game was and it's been a while yeah nexus was the last one on the four years ago four or five years ago and it's like so i'm wondering like what made them think ah people are itching for this like i could see if they just had some a new one come out that sold pretty well or received really well like oh maybe people want to revisit the series but there has been no movement in a while So I'm just very curious whether like, ah, this is the move for this series right now. I don't know. It's strange. I mean, I would love to see a new Etrian Odyssey, like one built from the ground up for the Switch, because I think you'd need to treat it differently. They're obviously treating this one differently, right? Where the the touchscreen is just part of the UI. So it looks real kind of cluttered. Yeah. Um, Is there any combat in this game or anything? Or what's the point of party members? Turn-based combat. It's a turn-based thing. Yeah, it's turn-based combat by party members. Because I'm looking at the website and there is going to be an Etrian Odyssey HD character portrait DLC set. DLC. You need to pay for it. <laughs> no, no, no. So they've got the they've got the nice oh. they've got the nice portraits that's in the base game, but you can get uh, the the description is adds two Atlas themed character portraits to your party: Joker from Persona Five Royale and Ringo <laughs> from Soul Hackers Two. These portraits can only be accessed in the first game. But is it like not that any of the, like they're not putting Joker in the game. They're just letting you access 
he's portrait png you can look at well, him while so you when, when you when you create a character there's like nine classes or whatever and then each class has four portraits but like the portrait doesn't change oh. what the character can uh, do it's just so they're, they're probably just gonna say like oh you can choose the four ones for that class or just also be joker fuck it you know because this okay. is like old school and like there's not like a character model like on the screen it's no, you see it's the enemies yeah and it's your portrait of your yeah, but, person so, so it's just you could have joker represent your guy yes okay yeah and they've got Fucking a. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for, for for etrian odyssey 2 they've got oh. the demi fiend from smt3 and teddy uh -huh. from persona 4 golden oh, i've always wanted to play as teddy in yeah. my etrian odyssey video game <laughs> and for etrian odyssey 3 they've got nahobino from smt5 and aegis from persona 3 portable the the robot yeah. girl I fucking okay. love it. Yep. Wow. <laughs> Character Great. portraits. And then, I, I love how Atlas oh. like kind of only has one really, really big franchise. Let's just put Persona and fucking everything. Yeah. There's yeah. also more character portraits to come. I'm sure there are. But you know, we joke about this stuff. This might be one of those things that just goes fucking gangbusters in Japan. Cause I know they're big on that kind of thing. And mm -hmm. it's like that's really all this is for. They're like, kind of like skins from Fortnite. Me? But wait yeah i mean so darth vader is in now <laughs> i i think the other thing to consider is the switch feels like it's port city for the next year yeah so if atlas thinks they can Maybe. make any money off of this and it was just a little bit of work like yeah I know, it's kind of always been port city remember like when the switch came out that was like the number one question hey is, is there a port coming to switch can, yeah. like everywhere can we, can we talk about how the splatoons dlc is getting the hub zone from the first game yeah. port into it. <laughs> what? Did we? Okay, we were joking about because we watched it yesterday. But did, uh -huh. did it actually add anything else that like maybe they didn't spell out in the presentation? I, I remember. I remember them explicitly like, you know, being like, "Here's, you know, you can go back to Incopolis," and then yeah. as they pulled up, like, "You can go shopping," and they showed the store interface and like. Oh, but don't worry. Anything sold here will also be sold in, you know, name of the other place. And it's like, oh, so it's not even like you come oh, here is, for exactly. You so come here the... for like exclusive, you know, nope. Splatoon's one themed gear. No, it's just it's it's a new hub world. Yeah, it says this is for folks who want to change the scenery from Splatsville. All the weapons and gear will be the same. So on around whichever feels more like home. So it's literally <laughs> okay nothing. At first, because I'm not a Splatoon guy, like I, I tried some of the free stuff and it seems fun. But... It's okay. There's only twelve of them. So yeah, exactly. Yeah, we wouldn't expect dozens of us. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I always hear great things about the campaigns, and it's like there's some like fun little like yeah, yeah they're pretty cool mechanics that are like hey, if you liked some stuff of Sunshine, you might like that platforming here, and like boy, that's that not was the always intriguing. I was like, oh, they're bringing the one campaign to three that's cool it's like no nope. it's literally just a hub just, area mm -hmm. that's i mean amazing. you know we we joke but isn't didn't splatoon 3 sell like a lot oh, yeah. like like oh like, shit ton. It's it's so they're incredibly, incredibly popular yes yeah, yeah no, they're they're popular exclusive numbers <laughs> yeah so, <laughs> so you know i mean there's probably a sizable group of people who are like oh yeah i fucking like this blast from the nostalgia man i love it you know but then there was also that weird side order thing yeah, yeah I, I didn't know really what cool. to, I didn't so, know what to think about. I don't know. It's I did see... Yeah, I saw somebody compare it to, like, 
try to justify like some excitement for it, like a Splatoon fan. I'm forgetting who this was, but they were like, <laughs> Pokemon fans, imagine if they brought Kanto back, and that's the the first part of this expansion. That's not and then the case at then all. Imagine, then imagine if Kanto was near Automata, and I was like, what? That's <laughs> what is this? That's no, not I, name that Kanto. It's like, hey, Pallet Town's back. Here you go, boys. No, I, I feel like it would go be, in those three buildings. No, it'd be like now you can swap out the Pokemon Center that you go in that you load into to look like the older Pokemon <laughs> yeah. Center. You can still yeah, you only heal in it. That's right. But it can look like the older ones now. Like that's it, what this. It'll would be, be the older ones. You you can't do the trading from the old ones though because that room didn't exist. Retro Pokemon. It sells all the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> yes, but there's a weird NPC who stands bizarre... facing the wall in the back corner. Yes. It's like, what are you? What a bizarre thing. Like, I guess it's more than a character portrait. <laughs> well, but, I mean, wait, wait till they add Joker to Splatoon. Yeah, I yeah. mean, okay, but I guess this is what this is part of the the um, expansion pass. So I guess it's just the first piece of whatever that's coming. You're not yeah, paying yeah. just like, for this thing, right? Yeah, you, you do right. get the side order stuff eh. when the side order comes out. Yes. Which, but I yeah. think they just said, like, later. Yeah, yeah, but the way Nintendo does their yeah. expansions is, like, it's not like you're just paying for this, but you have to pay for this for the other thing. Like, yeah, oh, right. Like, like, you can't I, just buy side order. Get the, yeah. Can yeah. I got, not get the new hub world and just pay less for... The story oh, no. DLC. You're gonna get the hub world, and you're gonna like it. <laughs> yes, Daddy Nintendo. <laughs> you uh, can get Splatoon three plus the expansion pass for eighty five dollars. Right now, sold. wow, that's that's cheaper than purchasing Entryon Odyssey three oh, times. Yeah. <laughs> for five dollars more, you get. Just think of it for five bucks, you're getting uh, Inkopolis. Yeah, there and a side order. When you're comparing Which it to I, the Etrian I can't Odyssey. Get over, I can't get over that name. It's such a weird it's name. It's a great name. Is it? I like it. I think it's yeah. a fun name. All right. Uh, <laughs> Nintendo I think it'd be also... if they were all like other like... Like here's the value meal DLC or like they're all here's the large fries. Here's the large fries. Right. That was the <laughs> code for the, the Ink super size. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, they shadow dropped Metroid Prime. That's a thing. So remastered. Yeah, yeah that's that, pretty cool. But that's their hi-fi rush of the show. Yep. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's I, neat. I, mean, I think if, yeah. for people that haven't played it, it's uh, still to this day one of the best reviewed games of all time. Like if you go back and look at reviews, and there's a reason for it. Like it's a weird thing where like all the Metroid stuff translate. They did a super good job of translating mm-hmm. it to first person. Right. Weirdly, you wouldn't think. Yeah, and three in three D. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, this was like the Mario 64 well. of that franchise. Bit, I am yeah. glad they updated like the, the Elden controls. Ring of, of Metroid. Shut the fuck up! <laughs> it's the it's the Metroid of Metroidvanias. <laughs> it is. It really is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, Metroid Prime Remaster is the one of the like I plan on definitely picking that up at some point. It's just a yeah, matter of it. yeah, yeah. Because I played the original when I was a kid, but I was also too dumb to understand how to. <laughs> how to like play it how to play it right yeah. you know been there you know yeah. it was difficult i mean like if you uh because we were t- I was talking with stretch because he hasn't played it yesterday and it's like the controls for that originally not the hot like it's if you're comparing it to what we know of fps controls to be now it's like those fucking sucked that's like, that's the crazy thing is this is the third time that this game has been released but this yeah. is the first time that it has twin stick controls finally yeah. 
Finally. Which is, it's 2023. What? Yeah, because it was on the GameCube where it had that mm-hmm. the C stick weird which, lock on thing. Yeah, with that. Yeah, yeah. and which then, you can't oh, replicate. I did test that. Oh, okay. Yeah, you so. can play it the original way. Yeah, yeah with the and, GameCube adapter controller, it works. Mm. Perfect. And then the Wii, they use motion, right? Yep. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So thank God it'll feel kind of moderny in that way. Yeah, it's probably. <laughs> probably the best way to play it most likely like, graphics graphics aside it's mm-hmm. probably now the best way to play that yeah. game yeah i, I was mean, in it, it for looks... maybe uh, like a minute and the the twin stick did feel good like i i just popped yeah. in to oh. see what it looked like last night and it was like oh yeah this feels like a shooter so mm-hmm. thank god yeah and that it is the, yeah like, it did yeah they looked it looked all right which, which bodes well for Call of Duty coming to Nintendo Switch next year. <laughs> Metroid Prime walked so soap could run. That's, that's what we're going for here, right? I, and I'm sure we'll see two and three at some point yeah. in the ramp up to Metroid Prime 4. Yeah. Eventually. Yeah. Eventually. Whenever that. Whenever. Uh, I mean, yeah. It wasn't all that long ago that they rebooted it, really. If yeah. They're, if, if they're creating this as like a big, big game it's still got a ways to go probably yeah. for sure uh but pikmin 4 that's coming uh any pikmin fans here never any? played it it looked neat no. i like the yeah, look okay. of it a lot yeah, it looks cute i i can't yeah. say i've never played it so i don't really understand like i i don't get it as a concept the survival <laughs> game i believe oh yeah, yeah. survival well, like genuinely it's yeah. like a weird take on it but i think it is yeah oh okay yeah that you like right. need to like farm up and rescue more pikmin and then you go out on adventures yeah. and then you don't want them to be dying imagine imagine you're joel but you have a herd of ellies yeah that's, that's my, my understanding is like you throw your children uh, at stuff literally throw it, them yes to, oh, to overlord was that the game uh mm-hmm. it was like a yeah. almost tower defense game overlord that yeah. you were like a demon that could command around like an army of hell spawns it's very mm-hmm. similar to that in case so you've pick- played Hit Xbox 360 game Overlord. <laughs> so Pikmin or Hellspawn? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, uh-huh. have you seen? Yeah, them? they're like fish. They feel nothing, so you don't have to feel bad about it when you. Yeah, they're they're, they're not yeah. sentient. You're flushing. Okay, <laughs> good. Yeah, because yeah, I think I I don't remember what animal it was, but I remember hearing the trailer that they were like, "And is that a dog? Find out more about it." And I'm like, <laughs> "Okay, yeah." Well, it, it was apparently some big reveal thing in the first game where they you know you get to the end of it and much like like planet of the apes it's like oh it was earth all along um so now they're just kind of doubling down even further and with the enhanced graphics it's like you're now in a kid's playground (laughs) so this is like a tokyo jungle spinoff if anyone remembers that ps4 exclusive i i never played it but i do remember i believe was it uh oh yeah yeah. i I had a friend that got that yeah, I had a friend that got really into it when it hit the PlayStation PlayStation Now, mm, uh, but I yeah. never played it myself. Right. So anyway, the Pikmin yeah. are like the zombies from World War Z that you just control them. They just throw their bodies <laughs> at stuff. They're like the freakers from Days Gone. There you go. Jeez, well, I did nobody expect, played that game. I did not They're expect like The Last of Us from yeah, Last. Like, <laughs> I'm surprised that Pikmin is having so many like edgy. Compared to that. <laughs> I thought it was just this childish, like sacrifice your children to to fire or something kind of thing. I mean, that apparently the game gets like dark at night, like literally and. Well, I mean, I think you find that most games get kind of dark at night. <laughs> yeah. Normally, you need to have some kind of light source. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. 
Uh, speaking of dark, uh, so Octopath Two that's coming this later this month. Um, there's a it's demo out. It kind of is a little dark, yeah, uh, darker than mm. I thought it would be. I played a bit of the demo. Um, I don't know. Maybe I blocked out my memories of the first game because I didn't enjoy it as much. But the stories that I've seen so far are like pretty like more adult than I would expect from a Nintendo console exclusive video game. Hmm. Um, like I played through the Thief's chapter one and her whole thing is, you know, it's your classic like betrayal and you're backstabbed by people that you thought would be your best friend. But the whole idea is like she's in this weird cult thing where the leader is a dude and a woman and they force everyone to call them mother and father and whip them if they're bad. And it's kind of like psychologically pretty fucked up. Wow. I think I've seen yeah. that porno. Oh yeah, the just just the one. Yeah, <laughs> just the one. <laughs> I was gonna say I feel like because I only played the demo of Octopath one, and I remember like the dancer was like one of the ones you could do, and her she's thing like was kind of fucked up right? too. Yeah, or or there's like she was yeah. like slapped around by like the the enemy of that town, like you know, like in a. A dramatic JRPG fashion where it's like you slap and then she flies across the screen like in a little sprite. Like it, it, it was also surprising me when I played that demo back in yeah, 2017. But right now that you say that, that kind of like, yeah, yeah, I remember that being a little darker than I thought. And then I got to the point where I ran into because like then they let you free, right? Chapter one. And then it's like you roam the world and you find the other seven travelers mm -hmm. uh, to find their stories. So I ran up to the old man where his story is that um, his house was on fire, his wife and kids died, and because he can do magic, everyone blames him for the fire. So he goes to jail for five years for allegedly killing his wife and kid. And every day, I mean, he's kind of an edgelord. I'm getting real like Sasuke vibes whenever he talks, mm -hmm. but you know, he's like, I've been here 1,859 days, and every day I learn something new to get out, like that sort of thing, which, again, it's darker than I thought it would be for Nintendo, which... Okay, cool. Um, but it was also the moment where I realized I don't think Octopath 2 is going to be it for me because I didn't mm -hmm. like the first because it's eight very separate stories. Like there's no real connection. And when I was the thief and I ran into him, like the way he talks to you is very like you could have been any character. It's very generic. You turn yeah. into a silent mm -hmm. protagonist kind of. It's just so weird and jarring to be like, I've you built up the thief you built her up to be this like this character i'm supposed to be invested in and then all of a sudden she's a blank slate because now it's it's his turn to be the the story you know it's mm. it's it does have the same issue that and like i played and bounced off the original so quickly as well um it has the same issue that the story of breath of the wild had but at least in mm. breath of the wild with like you can go anywhere there is still only one link. But mm. if you can't, you know, showcase that we have this amazing story with eight amazing deep characters, but not have any way to write them to reasonably interact with one another. Mm -hmm. But only deep when you're playing as them, specifically. Yeah. Um, and that's that's real shame to hear that this second one sounds yeah. like it's gonna be as eh, as the first. You know, I, I think I've come around to, I don't th think it's fair to describe it as eh. I think it, it just, it is what it is. Like it, it's a game that that's what it's trying to do. Its mission is to be, here's eight very separate stories. I think I'm just wanting something different from it. And I don't think I'm going to get that in the sequel. 
and that's totally fine because I know there are a lot of other RPG nerds out there who will get a lot out of this because it does execute very well on like classic turn-based RPG stuff. And, you know, it's it's a decent world and you've got the cool HD 2D stuff going on. So, you know, it'll have its fans like the first yeah, game. Yeah, I guess marketing it as a game with here are eight separate stories of people, um, like it nails that, absolutely nails that. Here are eight storylines for you to play. But, you know, when everyone parties up um, and like partying up is is part of the the gameplay, if not the narrative. Um, yeah, I think I'm in the same boat as you. It leaves mm -hmm. leaves me wanting. Yeah, I will say it is very funny that so they added like a day and nighttime mechanic where you do is hit ZR and it just turns day and night. It's real silly. Mm -hmm. um, but does you know, it get dark you, at night? It does get dark <laughs> at night and in the story. Um, but there's uh, like, you know, you can do different actions in town. And so the thief, like during the day, uh, she can steal from people. And during the night, she just fucking incapacitates people. So it's very funny to kind of roam around town and just like knock out everyone because you can just do that as long as you're a high enough level, which if you're talking your average townspeople, like, I mean, mm -hmm. right. So. That's funny. I'm not surprised at all to hear you say any of that. That it's funny? Uh, no, just the general vibe of what you took away from it. Yeah. I kind of yeah. felt it was going to be that. I My biggest problem was just the moment-to-moment the -moment writing itself, even. I did not like that. A lot of the dialogue yeah. was, whew. It was, yeah. Whew. Yeah, I... I am liking this one better so far in terms of that moment to moment writing, but I also started Octopath one with the Huntress type character where she was Ooh. like, sh like we have Shakespeare at home kind of. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of them were like that. Actually. <laughs> that's, that's true. Yeah. So uh, yeah. It, that's unfortunate to hear too. Cause I like the, the pitch of Octopath and I was hoping so that I. this one would like, you know, because I remember that was the common complaint. It's like there's no real connection. It kind of like sucks whatever is there. And like here and here, it's not like that much of an improvement. I'm like, okay, well, if it was like kind of feigned just because that's what people wanted, would it be better to see something like I, I skipped Live Alive last year and that's the mm -hmm. same sort of like individual vignettes. And if that doesn't like muddy the waters with trying to connect things, then maybe I'd just play that instead. I don't know. Yeah. Well, Live Alive, what's different with that though is that each storyline is got like wildly different mechanics going on like it does okay. if you think about it in the context of when it came out it's doing a lot of really cool innovative and crazy ideas dude they don't all work but they're sure, trying yeah. new cool shit mm -hmm. uh that like even playing it now it's like oh shit that's actually pretty clever even though i haven't seen anybody try that since mm -hmm. uh, so right. that's what it's really cool is that we talked about when we when it came out on here but it's really cool like historical like just thing to play through Cool. I would call it like the best game in the world, but it had, as someone who appreciates games, like to think about design of games and stuff, it does a lot of cool stuff, particularly when you think about when it did originally come out. It's, it's, pretty, it's pretty neat. Right. And my understanding of Live Alive too, isn't it like, here's the first like vignette, first character, and then you finish that, and then here's the next one, right? It's you kind can of... choose whichever one you want. And any right, but, it, yeah. but yeah, it's, you just finish, yeah, you finish this story, you go to that person. Yeah. Because right. it Whereas takes Octopath... place over a millennia. Like, right. <laughs> Because Octopath is like, here's one-fourth of a character story. Then run around, go to yeah, the next character, get their one-fourth, and then you keep going and going. As opposed yeah. to, like, here's the entire first character story or and something. I could be wrong, but okay. I think the, the director of Octopath is originally the Live Alive guy. Like, that was... Huh. He's wanted mm. to do this for a long time. Uh, <laughs> I could I be wonder, wrong. 
He's at least I wonder if there will be. Do we think that there will be a character in Octopath 2 that allows you to multiply the experience of your battle by 100? That would be nice. But that's what I ended up doing a whole lot with the dancer for like the bit that I did play. Just Mm. like get to a boss fight, uh, save beforehand, spam until I get the experience times 100, beat the boss, and you've now got enough levels to to get to the next chunk of the story. (laughs) Right. I, I don't know. I haven't played enough with like the characters. I mean, you only get like three hours with the demo. Mm-hmm. There's no way you're going to see all of them unless you keep like yeah. replaying it, I guess, if you wanted to. Um, I don't know. I mean, it's delivering on what fans of Octopath 1 would probably want. So can't mm-hmm. fault a sequel for doing that, I think. Yeah. And I remember right. I think Octopath 1 did eventually have like when you go to the bar, there's very quick short snippets between two characters, which... That didn't do yeah. it for me, but you know. And there were it, there were definitely characters that seemed to have stories built together. For some reason, I am definitely thinking that like the barbarian and the dancer, like kind of had more of a relationship together. Like they might have been childhood friends or something. Maybe um, I, I couldn't comment. But, I think but, yeah, yeah, I don't know. I think that there was yeah. some, just not a lot. Mm. I was wrong. Live Alive has nothing to do with Doctor Path Traveler. That was uh, a different guy. Very oh, different video games. Classic yeah. games journalist. <laughs> yeah. What was I thinking he was from? Hmm. Anyway. Is is there uh, are there anything else anything else from the Switch Direct, Nintendo Direct that sparks joy in anyone? I knew I Dota that... game was pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, it did look neat. I think it comes out in June, no specific date yet, right? Um maybe. Yeah. yeah, looks like it could be cool. And I like the art style of it. I think it's uh, Lena Rain who's doing the music. Couldn't tell you. Yeah. She she does like the recent Minecraft music and yeah. Celeste. Mm, awesome. Yeah. Celeste soundtrack. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah, it was. Yeah, they did. I remember them calling out Celeste. That's right. Yep. Yeah. Mm. Uh, that that dead cells return to castlevania looks cool it's coming out fairly soon it's nice to see a konami video game kind of come out of the woodworks Hmm. well they're working um, on them is it well konami was like sure (laughs) castlevania we're not doing anything with that you can use it i know whoever gave like that thumbs up that's like the most work that Konami has done on a video <laughs> game in a while. So, hey, they're, they're doing all the Silent Hill stuff. Yeah, Come on, they're doing Silent Hill. Come they're on. doing Silent Hill. Yeah. Uh, I was glad to see Tron pop up because I'm really looking forward to that uh, from Bithel, and yeah. I thought that was going to be super later in the year, but they said no, it's April and it's mm-hmm. coming to Switch and PC at yeah. launch. So, yeah, happy sure. about that. Cool. Mm-hmm. Subserver Circular is pretty neat, and it seems yeah. like that but bigger. Mm-hmm. I think that the last two for me were that I'm looking forward to playing another Rayman game. And by Rayman, I mean uh, Disney's Illusion Island. Oh, yeah, that that uh, platformer. I, th- yeah. I think we just lost just, Christian on the stream, but that's interesting. Fine. He'll, he'll yeah. hop back in. Yeah. Um, yeah, D- I mean, Disney we haven't had Illusion. a Rayman game in so long. And like that style totally nailed it. And it looks like this mm-hmm. one's going to be something similar. Yeah yeah i mean it it looks kind of interesting it reminded me like it it kind of felt very geared towards a younger audience i mean obviously right with mickey and all that but like even the gameplay looked kind of simple not in a bad way right but yeah 
yeah, yeah. yeah. No, it, like it's not going to be the Elden Ring of of adventure platformers. Right. What could be though, you know? The uh, what's interesting that you bring up about like Rayman is that it's funny that there hasn't been one because you know famously uh, Ubisoft just drops franchises and moves on to they don't ever just make the same thing over and over again. Why would they do that? Yeah, no, that would be <laughs> ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of crazy yeah. that we got like the three Rayman games or the two Rayman games like in that style that worked yeah. really well. And then the closest we've gotten to new Rayman was the tease that he's going to be part of DLC for for the latest Mario Rabbids game. Yeah. Right. Like It's crazy yeah. that the Rabbids have more staying power now than the... Uh... Than, than Rayman, kind of, just kind of sad. Uh, that's so weird. Those those games are really well received, and I assume they sold decently. I don't know. I don't know. Hi, Christian. Hi, welcome back. Hello, welcome back. Yeah, or maybe not. Maybe not. it's all oh, good. No. It's um, all the good. other thing that the other thing that surprised me was that of all of the shadow drops that we got, um, that Advance Wars was not one of them. That game has been confirmed ready for like five, six months. I think almost a year. Right? Well, I know that, I know that, like some people got copies of the game because um, it was, you know, a big flash thing to to not release it due to the war breaking out in Ukraine. But I know that there were stories about people getting it in the wild or like it going live on their Switch and they could just play it. Um, that that seems like that would be the perfect thing to uh, to just drop. Uh, yeah. But it's it's coming out in April now. Yeah, so April twenty one, right? So on the on the year anniversary of their release date, they're gonna release the game. Uh, we we'll find out if uh, that's true. If, Maybe if they still will. Uh, with the yeah. way the world is right now, they could delay it again for the same reason they delayed it last year. So yeah, which is like I was expecting they would shadow drop it because currently, like as of yesterday. It was nothing major in the news. Like they could have just been like, okay, it's out. People who wanted to buy it, we're gonna buy it anyway. Mm. Now you can buy it. We're gonna make whatever money we're gonna make on it, you know. But this is you're risking it again. So Yeah. No, here's the the three year plus year long rumored Metroid remake instead. <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> Which I mean, sure. I, I'm not mad at that either, to be fair. Oh, no, right. No. I mean, that's, that's, yeah. Of all the shadow drops they could have done, this is a pretty good one. Mm -hmm. The real oh, question yeah. is the next Sony Direct. What are we gonna see? Well, you know, what's gonna, what's gonna shadow drop? We got Hi-Fi Rush. We got Metroid Prime. Sly Cooper remastered. Bring it for the people. Mm -hmm. And it's like an Unreal Five. You can see every little fur piece of fur on them. You know, just rendered beautifully. Whatever happened to that TV show we were meant to be getting? I thought it was a movie. It, 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 it was a movie, show? then it became a TV show. Okay, I remember seeing they put a teaser. Out. There's like a clip yeah. you can watch. Yeah, uh -huh. yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I was excited for it. It, it looks neat. I mean, I was like, wow, this could probably do all right. Yeah. Never I, heard I from again. Yeah. Let's let's get a new well, Parappa the rapper, guys. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out games are making their way back. That's true. Literally anything from Sony Japan. Any of those IP. <laughs> you know, Something. side side order sounds like a song in a Parappa the Rapper game. <laughs> it does. <laughs> that's I think that's what's been bothering me. Maybe. <laughs> Okay, so overall, the direct, you know, it's been over. How do we feel mm. about it 
generally. I know Christian usually on on socials you ask That's people right. to like rate it. What did the vote come it's, in it's at? Bring or well, I uh, mean, I can check. I voted B personally. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's your rank. Stretch, Otten, how are you two feeling about this overall? Uh, I think it's an A. I think what what the directs have been doing that have been doing so good is that you know, I got my two things or my two or three things that I really like. But I think that there was two or three things that everyone would like out of that. The whole thing wasn't for me, and that's okay. But like, I got the ability to play Minish Cap again and a new Tears of the Kingdom trailer. Oh yeah, we didn't even mention that. We didn't talk about GBA games coming. Yeah, yeah, that's happening. So the poll B is leading uh, Mm. with fifty percent. But I'm with Stretch also, where like. I was excited for more things out of this direct than recent ones. Uh, I'd probably just go B because for for me, for Christian Buckley, yeah, I get some cool new Nintendo stuff immediately on my subscription that I'm already paying for. I played through some of them last night. I played all of Kirby's Dreamland. That was a fun hour. Uh, Game Boy Tetris, I can play Link's Awakening. That's my favorite 2D Zelda. All that stuff at once. Metroid Prime, I've been wanting to play that forever. I played all the 2D ones leading up to Dread. Fell in love with that series, so I'm excited about that. And then Tears of the Kingdom, didn't show me too much, but I was happy to see it again. So all that stuff entirely speaks to me. I was the most excited I have been coming off a direct for a while, but mm. half those things are old games, and I know that those aren't very like exciting things to show in a presentation, so Fair. that's why I go B. But for me, it was like one of the better directs. Mm. B for better than the usual. Yeah, there you go. Oh, perfect. Okay. Otten, are, are you guessing? I'm going to guess you're thinking of C. Well, you were right, sir. Okay. I thought of C. Okay. Breath of the Wild, I mean, the new Zelda doesn't get anything for me. It's If this was like our re- reveal of it, we know it's coming out in a few months. I don't yeah. care. Like, it's going to be in there. I doesn't. If it had not been in there, I wouldn't have given a shit. It wouldn't have mattered mm-hmm. anyway, one, one way or the other to me. Didn't matter. It'd be mm-hmm. like it'd be like watching a, a any presentation. Like we knew God of War was coming in November, and they put something out in October. It's like, oh boy, I saw some more God of War. It's coming out mm-hmm. next month. Like, I don't care. Right. That kind of thing doesn't matter. And I, the stuff like the Game Boy and the Game Boy Color and the Game Boy Advance games should have been done a long time ago. It's cool they're doing it, but it's it's insane that it's been, the the Switch is almost six years old and it's now just happening. That's mm-hmm. wild to me. No, I, they don't get much credit for me on that one. Mm. You're such a sourpuss. <laughs> no, enjoy your I mean, games. I don't think you're wrong. Is I, can, I think it, I think enjoy nah, games, but I think it's fair to like realize that they literally have like an insane amount of money in the bank, billions and billions and billions and billions and billions of yeah. dollars. They print money, and then mm. I'm supposed to be happy when they do the bare minimum. I don't think so. Mm. Yeah, you're not wrong, but it's it's definitely way further down the track than it should have been to do. There's a lot of stuff that's way further down. Yeah, like yeah, the, yeah. the the testing for Game Boy Advance, I think, leaked like last April or May. So it's been done. They've just been sitting yeah. on it. So like, yeah, I, I'm with you also like this. I'm surprised it's this late, but also just the way they're talking about like their whole like ecosystem and plans for NSO. Like, it sounds like this thing is going to just continue into the next whatever thing happens whatever next. So. Hopefully, I hope it does, because it sucks that we basically restart the fucking virtual console and all this stuff every fucking yeah. gen. Yeah. it's such bullshit 
Uh, all, yeah. all the like tertiary stuff around Nintendo fucking sucks. Their games are great, but everything yeah. else blows. The fact that like, they're still using friend <laughs> codes is it's so insane. Yeah. And so, and someone made a good point. Like when they say such and such, or you could play online, it's like you're not going to go like matchmake with somebody. Just so you know, with these Nintendo games, it's like you and a friend yeah. can play together mm-hmm. for most right. of these. <laughs> like, yeah. which to their credit, I've tried that with the N64 thing, yeah. and it didn't work. Yeah, like, surprisingly well. I right, mean, yeah. see, see what the language we have to look. Oh, look, it worked. That means it's a plus for Nintendo. This thing actually fucking worked. Like, yeah, yeah like you wouldn't say that for Call of Duty. Like, oh, no. Call of Duty came out. Hey, it worked. So, yeah. a plus. all the time. I'm, I'm gonna be surprised when Call of Duty does work on the Nintendo Switch. So will I. <laughs> yeah. it's, yeah. And that it one will actually be worth being like. Actually, it works. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Overall, I think I would lean toward kind of B minus. I think that's, that's where i'm at you know it's it's not wild it's not crazy I, I wouldn't say i'm like more excited for the switch's future than i was you know the day before where i still knew breath of the wild 2 is coming out yeah um otherwise you know i, I can't say there's anything here that was like super duper exciting for me i would have been excited for the etrian odyssey stuff if if it wasn't this expensive if the prices made more sense <laughs> but it was maybe half the price <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah but we're, we're at like a whole 80 i'm like um i mean realistically am i gonna p- play through all of them again uh, i don't know yeah no uh and otherwise i mean i know there's there's uh fans out there who are super duper excited for bot and kaitos i know that's they are <laughs> that's the big thing um but you know I, I think that's what a lot of this direct is it's like a lot of little things for speci- very specific audiences right i think yeah. it's like what stretch and christian were saying right like everybody yeah. will like this that everybody, part's the every, good part. yeah everybody will like something from this but it i don't sucks think that most uh, of everything was old shit just coming yeah. out again yeah that's the thing that sucks like when, yeah. when i think back to sony's last direct where like you know you said that yeah it ended with the god of war thing but i think even before that you know there was like that that ronin game that's coming from team ninja the way of the ronin the, the something oh, yeah the uh, yeah. ghost of tsushima the, the very no. sekiro looking game yeah the one that the looks rise like ghost of the of tsushima, but rise of the ronin i think that's maybe. it so that was maybe. like a nice surprise and then we saw ishin yeah, that was thing. a nice surprise you know like there, there was like it was shorter but there was more interesting stuff to it that i was like yeah. oh, i'm looking forward to the future of playing that on a playstation or whatever whereas here with the switch i'm looking forward to may 12th i don't know what i'm looking forward to after that yeah i think that's a good way to i think that's a good way to put it i I think that that's also just a side effect of us you know that we've been expecting the next generation of nintendo now for so long yeah and with all the rumors and the stuff that like tears of the kingdom is going to be the last like big thing that's going to be on the switch it's like everyone's like okay we get it like you know, Tears of the Kingdom is going to be an amazing game, but it, and it's going to be a great, uh, uh, you know, final final nail in the coffin for the Switch. The coffin? That's where we're putting it. Oh, yeah, because it's dying. I guess. And then, so, like, where's, where's the, the new the big thing? <laughs> like, yeah, we're I, I, to see what the future is. Pikmin in the dark in July, then? <laughs> no. No, um... <laughs> Maybe I'll pick it up. I don't know. But I was about to say, sit in your backyard. We don't have one. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. No, you're right though. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Pikmin will be kind of nice. I guess there are other big, like I guess, close to tentpole IP. No. No. It's going to be a Pokemon thing this year, probably. No, the close of 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 the direct. 
Yeah, I think yeah. it's the closest thing outside of uh... well, Splatoon. I'd say is more than Pikmin, but yeah. Oh, yeah. For how fucking ridiculous the announcement was, Splatoon is pretty big. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. 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 I don't know. Well, I think that's that's a good wrap on our, our little direct breakdown on the Nintendo Direct. Uh, you know, overall, I would say our average puts it at a B. Like we average all four of our of our, yeah. <laughs> our takes and put it at a B. It's just okay. Excited for Breath of the Wild two, and. Mm-hmm. That, that's about it. So thank you so much for listening to the Tech Raptor podcast. We hope you've enjoyed your time here today. And if you did, please feel free to leave a like, uh, hit the subscribe button. If you haven't, let us know down below. What are you most excited about from the Nintendo Direct? Is it Botan Kaitos 1 or is it Botan Kaitos 2? Let us know which of those you prefer in the comments down below. Um, it, we, we always publish news, reviews, and et cetera on our site, techraptor.net. But if you want more of this show, we will be back next Monday. We will see you then.